You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 195. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Today's episode is sponsored by Aptive. Aptive is that fitness app I've been talking about because I am so obsessed with it, and they're here as a sponsor on the show. If you haven't tried it yet, I highly recommend you go give it a shot. It's totally free for 30 days. And here's something new, which I have just recently started trying out myself. Let's say workout stuff you've got covered. You love your program or whatever you're doing for working out. You're moving at the pleasure of your soul. However, you want to get a little bit more awareness or consciousness in your life. Maybe you're looking to find a meditation app. Well, Aptive does meditations in addition to their training programs and workouts. So if you're even just looking for a new meditation app to give a shot, I would definitely recommend this one. They have a lot of short guided meditations, so they're usually under five to six minutes. They're an easy way to start to try meditation if you haven't given it a shot already or if you're looking for a new format to try. So again, if you want to get that free 30-day trial, head over to aptive.com. That's A-A-P-T-I-V.com. Then enter the code the Lively Show. So you're going to go to the site first, sign up using the code The Lively Show at the part where it says, you know, you're signing up for your account then go download the app and you'll be all set to go. It's an extra two weeks, I think it is, longer than their regular free trial. So this is gonna give you almost a full 30 days of free workouts and meditations. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Now let's move on. This episode is actually just directly covering something that I have been asked a lot about recently, and it was interesting to notice my reaction to this question. My ego felt all sorts of different things, but there's a whole bunch of drama in my ego about this question and addressing it. I started coming in a few days ago and I started to notice my stomach clench up and I just was feeling tight about it and not really sure if I wanted to actually address this subject. If you're wondering what that question is that got me all wrapped up in all of these tangled knots, it was what I feel about the news and world events recently. People have been looking to me for whatever reason, I guess, <laughs> and wanting to know my thoughts on that subject. And like I said, my initial reactions were scared at best. Honestly, I was really terrified. I did not want to do it, but I kept getting questions that people kept asking me about it and asking me about it. And I could tell this is something that my reaction to was very interesting as well to see the resistance I was feeling around asking or around answering that question. So eventually I got to the point after thinking about it a few times that the solution appeared. It wasn't about me and my ego addressing this subject with you and telling you what my ego thoughts are based on my personal values, because really that's just going to be putting my values out there and not really helping you if you have different values than what I have. So I decided to go straight to the source. Instead of trying to answer this myself, I asked my intuition through a letter. So what I'm going to do, you guys have heard me talk about the writing to your intuition process I have been doing for the last seven years of my life. I actually have a book coming out after Life with Intention and Flow with Intention are done. I'm going to finish up the last edits for that and release it so you guys can see some of these letters that I've been writing to myself over the last year of this huge transition in my life. But also this episode is really just a letter that I've recently wrote as soon as like literally last week as I was getting these questions. So if you're new to what writing to your intuition is, basically what I do is very, very simple. 
I write down the question I want to know the answer to, and then I wait and I listen and I write down what I hear on the piece of paper. In this case, I actually wrote it on an actual piece of paper with pen. Sometimes that is a little bit more direct way. However, I also have a huge, like hundreds of pages of Word doc on my computer that's also letters to my intuition. And I'll even write notes on my iPhone if I'm out and about and I want clarity on a subject. So anytime that I can take a moment to pause, dump out the questions I want answers to, and then wait for these answers to emerge from my intuition, I go back and forth. It's kind of like a tennis match where I ask a question, I receive an answer, then I follow up with another question. And you're gonna hear in this, this is really, I didn't even edit this. This is straight up the letter that I wrote and the answers that I got. And you'll see that I get kind of stuck a few different times through the questioning and I'll just pivot and I'll ask a new direction or line of questions and get new responses. I'm realizing more and more the quality of the answers you feel, sense, or receive, if you will, does kind of depend on the quality of the questions you're asking. So sometimes you kind of ask your way into a corner and you're just kind of going in circles. So starting with a new question, like how can I see this differently, is a nice way to pick it up from a different angle than maybe where you get to if you kind of feel like you've painted yourself into a corner. So as, of course, you can imagine, my intention with this one is to share what my intuition told me about the news and what we should be looking at. Because if I shared my personal opinion, it would just be my ego talking to your ego and it'd just be a bunch of egos sitting here debating things. It's much more useful to find the universal truths from a universal perspective. So if you don't agree with this, that's totally fine too. Try writing to your own intuition about the news and world events. If this is not jiving with you, maybe your intuition has a different answer for you. And of course you should follow what brings you peace from that place within you. So Let's get started, okay? Here it is, I'm gonna go back and forth. You're gonna hear me ask a question and then you'll hear me answer it. And hopefully you'll get the pace of this. You can tell when I'm speaking from the intuition and when I'm speaking from myself or the ego, if if this makes sense. One way to also think about this before I get started is to recognize that sometimes, let's say you're at the level of the question is kind of at the level of the problem. The intuition comes from this internally peaceful and true place that's at the level of the solution to whatever your question or problem is. So you're gonna hear me kind of go and you're gonna see I'm not consciously aware of the reality of the universal truths that I'm hearing. I'm still grappling to understand this through the questioning, and that's what you're going to see. And of course, if you actually want to read this after I've spoken it, you want to actually see the answers in writing and read it yourself, I'll have it in the show notes too at the end of the show. So you can go look at this letter yourself as well. Let's get started. So I open up this letter asking my intuition, why am I so scared to talk about the news on the show? And I heard, because you don't know what is true. And I said, that is so true. I know what I'm doing and I cannot speak for universal truth, but I believe that you can. Yes, indeed, all is well. How can all be well when so many people seem to be hurting? They are not hurting, they are scared. What are they scared of? How to be loved. What What does the news and events have to do with the fear of being loved? Being loved comes from within. These people you're speaking of have the belief that love comes from without. How can we all see this differently? See it as a call for help. Help with what? How to be loved from within. I'm not sure I'm following. Let's look at the people that are upset by Donald Trump. How does this apply to them? It doesn't just apply to them. It applies to everyone. Okay, 
but I still don't see how this is helpful for people feeling stressed about the news. What should we do? See all things in love and allow what will be to be. This is so hard for people to accept and many sources are saying to speak up, be active, protest. That is not a way to bring peace. War creates war. Well, the peaceful way that you shared, what does that look like? It looks like loving others as you love yourself. Even people that are hurting other people, especially people that are hurting other people. What kind of love does that even look like? Transcending the self and showing loving kindness. Does that mean just allow them to do what they want to do, even if they want to hurt others? It means allowing them to be who they are without trying to change them. I can understand this on a personal level, like in a relationship. However, there are people in governmental power who can do a lot of damage and even kill people, right? They can only do what they think is best, nothing more. Sheesh, this does not seem to be getting any clearer for me. What should a woman in America do when it comes to the news? A regular person with a regular life. See all things in love, nothing more. Should she take action, get involved? If it brings her joy, yes. The world thrives on joy. Should she watch the news? If she wants to, yes. Is it bad if she doesn't watch the news? There is nothing good or bad about watching the news. Only thinking makes it so. Okay, so this pressure, and I feel it too, is just society's collective belief that we need to watch TV or read media, and that's not true. Only love is true. All else is a cry for healing or help. Okay, there, you just said it. All non-love is a cry for healing or help. How do we heal or help? You heal and help yourself first. Until you have done that, you have nothing to offer. Really? I thought we're supposed to do things even when we weren't perfect yet. Perfect has nothing to do with it. It is about love. Until you have love, you have nothing to offer. Oh, so when people right now are all fighting and freaking out about things that are happening in politics, they think they're coming from love. But if they're fighting the people implementing the parts they don't agree with, then they're not fully coming from love? No, indeed. And all is well. How is all being well? Everything is as it is. Is as it is is not going to sit well with people. I can predict that. How can we see this differently? See this as a chance to deepen your love for self and others. I feel like I'm going in circles here. Basically, love yourself first so that you have something to offer others. Accept what is. Love the people doing the persecution as much as the victims. And take action when it comes from joy. Yes, indeed. Always and absolutely. What if people's egos cannot accept this? Then they will suffer and all is well. Their suffering is also well. It is as it is. Only love can come from truth. What is truth? That all is well. Even when they're suffering, especially when there is suffering. Why especially then? Because it is a chance to deepen in love more than ever before. How can we do that? By allowing what will be to be. Aren't we here to expand and take new actions based on the contrast? Yes, when done from the frequency of love. I see, so love first, joyfully take action to follow. Yes, indeed, always and absolutely. Thank you. Amen, namaste, and love, Jess. And there you have it. 
So that is what I learned when I asked. This is totally news to me, as you can see, and feel free to re-listen to this or go actually read the show notes if you want to actually see the letter yourself. But I found a lot of this very insightful for myself. The fact that it kept saying it is as it is and all is well. And even the contrast and the suffering is there for us to deepen in love. And the fact that we have to love the people that are persecuting as much as the victims. I think that is something that is a huge leap for so many of us to actually transcend instead of trying to protect and fight against someone to actually love all of the people, including those that are hurting. I think that is a huge ninja level spiritual feat that obviously people like Gandhi, Nelson Mandela, Jesus, Buddha, you know, there's some people out there that have reached that level, but it's not necessarily at the level of our common consciousness of the majority of humans on this planet right now. But how powerful could that actually be? The other thing I found fascinating was the idea that until we have loved ourselves, we have nothing to offer others. And only when we come for love for all and joyfully take action is this necessary that actually reading the news or not or following the news or not is not actually good or bad. Only thinking makes it so. This has been so enlightening for myself and really did make me feel completely comfortable in sharing this with you guys. Where before I was nervous to share my own perspectives, this truly does feel so much better than where I even mentally knew to come from before I wrote this letter out. And I do deeply feel like these answers I got seem to, at least for me, obviously align to what I believe to be universally true. And as I mentioned, if this is an interesting thing that you would like to try yourself, I have an episode on the show you can go listen to that'll explain how to do this in more detail for yourself, which is at jesslively.com slash intuition. And as I mentioned earlier, letters to my intuition, which will be about 70 letters on all types of subjects from dating to the breakup to work and worth and the ability or decision actually to sell my house and all the furniture is all included in letters to my intuition so that you can start seeing some of this back and forth and start to tap into this in your own life as well. For show notes for this episode and to read this letter itself, head over to jesslively.com slash the news. And to find me on Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter, find me at Jess C, as in Kogi Beach Lively. I think I said that right for all those Australians out there. And before I share what I'm up to next, I'd like to share a bit about today's sponsor, FreshBooks.com. As you guys know, I love FreshBooks for bookkeeping. I'm now on, I think, my fifth year. I think I started 2012, so I'm on year number five with FreshBooks, still going strong. I love their program. It's so fun, and actually, this one of my favorite details I always like to mention is how when you load your logo into the site, it automatically figures out and picks up on the colors of your logo and curates this back end so that it looks just like your website. That was the coolest thing when I logged in the first time. I was like, oh my gosh, how fun and how pretty does this feel? Well, this year, since I've changed the look of JessLively.com, I actually went in there and I changed the logo and I changed the colors instead of now. It again continues to reflect where I am in my brand, in my business, and my life. I know that's just a little detail, but of course you can invoice, you can track your expenses, your bookkeeping, have your accountant in there, and so much more. If you want to give it a try for 30 days and see what I'm talking about, head over to freshbooks.com slash lively to get that free 30-day trial. I truly love it. I've been a huge fan of them forever. I've been telling people whether or not they sponsored and long before they started sponsoring the show to give it a shot. I hope you like it as much as I do. Now for where I'm headed to next, as you guys know, I'm staying here in Sydney, running Life with Intention online and Flow with Intention online. 
It's so nice to be eating the same foods at the same restaurants and still trying new ones too. And just basically living a quote unquote normal routine. I haven't really had that for a long time. And as I'm especially in the throes of creating and curating the courses and running those three days a week, it's really nice to be able to have a, just kind of a little landing pad, a little place for me to set some roots. Until Thursday, may something wonderful happen to you today. 